Welcome back aboard Blurred Force One with your boys, Mo and Lottie. And this is the Supercast. The Supercast where we talk about all things superhero in our pop culture media. Uh, that's movies, TV shows, video games, uh, all that good stuff. And we talk about the news, do some speculation. You know, we get our nerd on. And uh, before we get into this uh, podcast, as usual, uh, please get down there, hit like on this video, uh, or uh, you know, if you are catching this on the uh, you know on the podcast for Spotify or other uh, podcast sources, you know, give us a uh, you know five star review, all that good stuff. Uh, just helps out with the channel, helps more people to see uh, these videos and uh, get to this podcast. So, and uh, if you can. Subscribe and uh, like, you know, show show your boys some love. So, anyway, uh, Lottie, we're we're living in we're living in uh, you know hog heaven. If you're a comic book fan, am am I right or am I right? Because, dude, this this episode is mostly going to be about talking about and reviewing across the Spider Verse um, that uh, we we both got to experience over the weekend. And, um, so, but beyond that, Lottie, uh, how you doing today? And, uh, what kind of nerdy stuff you been up to besides Spider-Verse? Um, I've been, uh, I, I've been working on this little series of, of, uh, uploading things onto my Instagram. I've been reworking, like, a se- I've been reworking, uh, my original series I did about two years ago of the seven deadly sins i didn't like how they looked so i'm like revamping them making them look a lot more monstrous and make them look more like the actual sin instead of just a person with a different skin color or crazy (laughs) skin color right so yeah i've been working on that lately so far i'm on greed and also i've been like working on starting uh starting something else on my channel uh I'm going to let it be a little surprise for everybody until it's fully fleshed out, and it'll be it'll be worth the wait. Nope. Yeah. So you're doing actual work. <laughs> yes. Well, well, I've been uh, I was playing Street Fighter over the weekend, um, burning the midnight oil. I got it's uh, it's a lot, but I really I'm really enjoying that game, and uh, of course, uh, getting my butt kicked. So if y'all wanted to ch- catch me getting getting washed you know you can go check out the stream i might try live streaming some more so uh, you guys keep an eye out for all of that uh but anyway uh we're this you know we're on the supercast so we got to talk about news as we usually do um news is ramping up a little bit this week but um like i said we're we're mostly going to be talking about spider-verse so we're going to keep it short Uh, i only got a few things this week but lottie we're gonna uh do as we usually do go under the gun and see, uh, you know how how uh, James Gunn is faring in terms of like his projects, in particular Guardians Three, the fifth week uh, at its bo- uh, box office. How's it doing? Uh, we got a new trailer for it, the animated uh, My Adventures with Superman uh, that's coming to uh, Cartoon Network. We'll review that trailer, and we're going to talk about a rumor about who may be tapped to direct Batman: The Brave and the Bold. Uh, and, and it makes a lot of sense, uh, given what's coming out next week uh, from the DC Universe. So, 
uh, all that and a big old Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse uh, review and uh, spoiler talk. So, uh, Lottie, you ready to jump into this? Oh, yeah. Definitely. All right. 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 Thwip, thwip. We're swinging in, yo. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's talk about Guardians 3. Look, we're both champions of that movie. We both think it's great, you know. Uh, it's it's one of the best, if not the best, movie to come out after uh, Endgame, and uh, and we've been saying, hey, it's it's a win, you know. Everyone should go see it. Uh, so apparently, people are paying attention that they're going to do their thing. And Lottie, I I want to talk about this this uh, you know week to week drop. I keep saying, you know, yeah, um, it's it hadn't had anything less than fifty percent week to week. Well, I'm I'm sorry to report that it dropped. 51% in this last week. Do it, you know, do we need to like, you know, do we need to just give up and say it, it's it's lost it's it's never coming back? It's it only it only made, you know, 10.5 million in its fifth week. Uh Lottie. Uh versus at at a time, like I want to say it, an unprecedented So stiff ass competition. Yeah, I was going to say an unprecedented blockbuster competition. Like, Lottie, you know what? What you know what comes out this week? Yeah, I, yeah, I already yeah, know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I'm not saying like this last. Okay, look, since Guardians has been, it's, it's in. It was in its fifth week last weekend. It can uh, Spider Verse came out. That Juggernaut Spider Verse, which we're going to talk about its box office later on. The Juggernaut that was Spider Spider Verse, Fast uh, Ten, Little Mermaid. Right, and mm-hmm. this week is is Transformers: Rise of the Beasts, and a weekend after that is the Flash. Like this is a this is a murderer's row. If you, if you're trying to make big bucks at the box office, it's a murderer's row. And yet, uh, in its fifth week, it made ten million domestically, and that is now, like I said, fifty one percent drop from last week, and it is now at seven hundred eighty one million worldwide. Lottie. I mean, come on. Uh, seriously, this is a W, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm happy. I really wish this movie will, would make a billion. I really felt like this movie did deserve to make clearly a billion dollars. Doesn't seem like that will happen, but I am pleased with the way the movie is tracking because it definitely deserves... It definitely deserves the money that it's getting. It's it was a good movie. I'm happy that audiences are now paying attention to the uh, to to us and actually are going like, hey, maybe we should watch this movie. Yes, motherfucker. <laughs> Say it That's exactly we... like that. Outside the the theater, get your ass in here, motherfucker, and watch this movie. <laughs> We've been trying to tell you guys this for like they're like. Yeah, this is actually a good movie. Uh, yes, well, we've been trying to tell you guys, but mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, I I think uh, I, I was uh, you know following people on Twitter at uh, that follow box office. Uh, so some people were like, "It's tracking to be nine hundred, and I was like, mm, "That's a uh, you really real optimistic." And I like this movie a lot, and like I think it's one of the best. And I I don't think so. Uh, it no. just it didn't it didn't look like it had that those sort of legs, but I mean, I think I did say it would it would come close but not reach Wakanda forever, and I still feel like that's likely. 
uh, just it's because Wakanda Forever didn't have this competition. Like, like yeah. if it didn't have the competition this has, um, but eight fifteen to eight hundred twenty five million. That's what I'm I'm putting the the final. You know, before they just take it out the theater, I'm putting it around there. If it does get to that, it's absolutely a W. And uh, you know, James Gunn and the whole uh, Guardian squad, they should be you know more than happy to what they did. Uh, Kevin Feige is not going to sneeze at any of that. They definitely are making a profit. Uh, so. But it's you know as long as it's still in wide release, we're gonna keep up keep up with it, or at least until it hits about eight twenty five, and then we'll just be like, yeah, it did that thing. So uh, we'll let you guys know more about that uh, uh, when, if, when it happens. Uh, so we were t- we talked about this last year, you know, the, an animated Superman uh, show that looks like it's it's anime style. It's not. It's. I think it's fair to say it, it looked like. They were definitely inspired by, you know, Japanese animation, even if it's, de- you know, probably not. Even though it's Koreans probably are doing most of the animation. Uh, but it's starring Jack Quaid as Superman. And so we finally got to see a trailer uh, this last week uh, that dropped. Uh, about a, a minute and a half trailer uh, for a show that's coming out in uh, early July. So, uh, Lottie, you saw the trailer. I saw the trailer. Um what do you think about it? Is it did it uh, did it move the needle for you so that you you know want to go check it out? I won't say it moved the needle for me to want to go check it out. I was gonna go like watch it anyway, but it it, it didn't really make me because I kind of kind of already knew what it was going to be. It, it's kind of cool that they're doing this like witch hunt of oh my god who's superman who's superman and they're like well, you do do you know who superman is <laughs> and they're like i know who he is you do and it's just like oh so it's it's almost like they're about to do you know what you know what this reminds me of it's like superman guest hour in case clothes <laughs> <laughs> what a what a cool case closed superman <laughs> this is what it reminds me of because it's gonna be like because <laughs> it's gonna be like oh what's his name disappears clark disappears wait where's clark and he's gonna like have like a a stuffed animal or something <laughs> like of himself and like superman comes and saves the day and it's just like i'm, I'm, I'm getting the case closed by <laughs> i love I, man wow that's a good I'm 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 dying. Uh, yeah, no, it looks good. I think it, I think it looks pretty good. It, you know, what makes me think of that that at least in terms of the stylish uh, stylishness of it is uh, sort of like that show Totally Spies that was, you know, not an anime thing but was clearly influenced by anime. But yeah. also, shout out to Jack Quaid who who's the voice of Superman. I was wondering about that. Like, I really, because I like Jack Quaid. He he does the voice of uh, uh, Ensign Boimler on uh, Star Trek Lower Decks, who's basically a sort sort of a Star Trek nerd within Star Trek. Um, doesn't sound like he would be Superman, just just naturally, and not just listening to him talk. But I love something that he did in there, which is his normal voice is Clark. But he has a more, a deeper, you know, he deepens his voice for Superman so that there's a, an actual difference between the two of them when they're talking. I thought that was an interesting and correct choice. 
because I, up to then I was like, why would Jack Quaid be Superman at all? Like I'm not, you know, nothing against him. He doesn't sound like Superman, but with the, with the way he's doing it, voice acting wise, I think it, it makes sense. Um, other than that, looks like a lot of fun. I, in fact, it looks like the sort of fun that Superman is supposed to be having. Damn it! Like, am I am I wrong about that? Like, that's the sort of fun stuff that we should be seeing from Superman. Don't 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 say that too loud. You're gonna get some. Superman is supposed to be moody and down and <laughs> pissed off all the damn time. I, this is not the Superman I know. Get, just get out of here. I, I fun loving Superman is the best Superman in my opinion. And also, I think it's cool that Jack Quaid is literally, he's in one universe where Superman's the worst, and now he's Superman and, like, where he's he's the best. Like, I'm I'm with it. And this, mind you, this is supposed to be in the adult animation block, so I don't think it's going to be kid stuff. But I do think that they're, they're going to take a more lighthearted tone. And I'm with it. Let's, I mean, let's go. I'm excited to see this, actually. So, um, What's that? July 8th, I think it said. Uh, so we're going to be watching the day after because, you know, who, who the hell watches actual cable? I mean, who has cable? I don't know. Who, I don't know these people because I'm going to be watching on, on Max. So uh, but anyway, uh, we're probably going to review that. So we'll let you guys know what we think about it uh, next month. Uh, final thing. This is uh, we're going to talk about a rumor that I, I, I saw floating around on social media uh, and it's relevant because it's, it's talking about the the DC universe going forward. And the all important question is who the hell is going to direct the the Batman movie? You know, Batman the Brave and the Bold. We know James Gunn is directing Superman. You know, uh, and that's you know he's he's kicking it off. Everything's going to sort of start start the ball rolling that way. But then. If you're gonna do Superman right, you have to do Batman right. Like, am I wrong about that, Lottie? Like, those two have to be done correctly. Yes. Um. So, this who's gonna direct this? All super important. Well, the rumor is that Andy Muschietti is going to be directing Brave and the Bold, and this is significant because he's also the director of the Flash that comes out next week, which. You know, we're not, we're not going to get too deep into it, but it's got pretty positive reviews, you know, so far. They're not universally positive. They're not across the Spider-Verse positive, but pretty positive reviews, you know. Uh, it's probably going to end up being a certified fresh movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so, Lottie, I mean, you heard that. Of course, we haven't seen uh, The Flash yet, but we have seen the, the trailers and everything like that. And Andy Muschietti, I will also remind everyone was the director of it chapter one and chapter two right so he i mean so the guy he's he knows what he's doing and also james gunn has said very publicly that he thinks that the flash is one of his favorite comic book movies that you know that's come out uh so and so clearly the two of them are on probably really good terms uh lottie what do you think about this this possibility this rumor so there's a possibility that we can get the Batman, but as a cartoon, we can get dun, 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 dun. It's going to be a horror. I'm down. I'm down for a dark, broody horror. Even though it might be, like, probably rated. They're probably going to make it. What is there has been, well, has there what, been like, 
well, you remember there. This is Brave and the Bold is not just Batman. It's the Bat Family. It's lit. The remember that the the synopsis for it was essentially Batman with with you know Damien and like you know Barbara Gordon and all that's gonna. So it's not just him. It's the Bat Family. And mm-hmm. that's what. And the reason why I say I I have man I have confidence anyway because it chapter one and two are good. It chapter one's great. It chapter one's pretty good, but it's also an ensemble cast with a bunch of people with different personalities. And he also, you know, part of that movie was about teenagers or you know young teens dealing with something horrific. So he's got a you know he can handle the whole kid. You know, teenager thing. He can handle the the grown up stuff, and also, I mean, the Flash looks like it's going to be really good. We'll we'll know for sure. But I mean, come on, the dude helm, the dude managed to turn Flash into. Uh, and by the way, do you remember we were talking about the Flash? How many directors were on it? How long it took to get? It took nine years for that movie to get made, and he was the one that actually got it made. You know, so I mean, yeah. I mean what. I have I'm just based on that that and he got apparently good you know good performance out of uh out of Ezra Miller I mean what else do you want <laughs> I just want to know what else do you want from from a director that I mean the guy's made he, he's he's a miracle worker apparently I don't I don't know like <laughs> uh, yeah well I'm really I am excited to see what i'm excited to see what this batman is going to be it's going to be horror so because he did it so because i'm always down for batman to be dark and like you said with the bat family i'm always down for that court of owls please i mean we could who knows i mean could go anywhere i just we know he's a talented director so i i think and I think this is reasonable, just given what we've just we've seen too much that sound it sounds real, you know that sounds like a real thing. So I don't know. We'll we'll let you guys know uh, when we find out more. I, I suspect by Comic Con we will know for sure uh, who's directing uh, this movie, and uh, we'll uh, report back then. Uh, so that's all our, our small bit of news uh, for the week, but. Uh, probably we missed something or maybe you, you guys have some, uh, opinions about what we were talking about or, or, you know, the things we said, uh, whatever it is, get down to the comment section, leave your thoughts there. And of course you can always hit us up super not funny show at gmail.com or at super not funny S one on Twitter. All right. So en- enough of that new stuff. Let's get into the real meat of this episode. Um, and I'm sure, you know, if you're halfway paying if what well, first of all if you're watching this or listening to this at all you know what's up and i'm I'm just gonna say if you haven't gone to see spider-verse what are you doing with your life lottie like i mean co-sign this what have you been doing with your life stop this podcast and if you're able to go watch this movie first i'm um, not gonna lie i i kind of got a little heat i hate it with some of my friends because they were like Oh yeah, man! I uh, I didn't watch it this weekend. I was like, "What did you watch?" I watched Fast X. I was like, like, "I can feel ooh, make me have to uh, reach out and touch you." I was like, <laughs> "Of all the movies to watch instead of this, Fast." All right, I was like, "It's like I see, <laughs> I see you chose violence today." 
you know it's not this real um look let's 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 talk about let's talk about some numbers and stuff first let's before we get into our thoughts on it so this is a two hour and 20 minute movie um the sequel to uh into the spider-verse which was critically it, it won an oscar for best animated film by the way you know in 20 uh 2019 <clears throat> um considered by some to be one of the you know maybe the best comic book movie that came out in 2018 uh in my opinion uh just like a, a phenomenal film and not not super well re well received enough to make get a sequel but it didn't make money hand over fist but uh as we noted before and lottie i, I mean i think you can back me up on this what really uh helped the first one wasn't that it had great box office it was because it was on netflix for a while during you know early days of you know it was still on netflix during the early days of the pandemic people start people over the you know those years watched this movie and like this movie's great and they gave them five years to you know because of the pandemic it actually it took five years to finish this thing off uh in my opinion for the better so that led to the box office for this weekend and lottie I don't know if we talked about projection. You know what they were projecting for for this originally? Man, I, I know those are those projections. Whoever was making that, what were they say? Eight, eight, eighty million. They need to get pimps. Pimp slap. Dollars. They were like pimp eight, eighty, eighty-five million. Now, which to be fair, the first one only made thirty-five million in its first weekend. Right? It was a sleeper hit. I mean, it wasn't even a hit. It was just a sleeper. It, it did well enough, but it wasn't a hit. So, but this one said, and it dusted itself off, and you know, across Spider Verse was just like, nah, I'm gonna do my own thing, <laughs> just like Miles, and it went out there and made a hundred and twenty million dollars, uh, in domestically. So here in America, hundred and twenty million dollars worth of tickets, uh, blew completely past the the you know the projections, blew past the original box office of the first one. Hell, it 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 made more money than Shazam two did. Sh worldwide, Shazam's worldwide, it made more money than that. So, yeah, it's yeah, I think it's it's a win, and you know, critically well, I think it's at like ninety five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, audience, the Cinema Score is like A on Cinema Score. Uh, just people are buzzing about this movie. People are lit. I mean, I don't know about you. I've been telling people at work, I'm like, yo, you got to go see it. Yo, you got to go see it, you know? Uh, and I think other people are too. So, uh, Lottie, but, you know, just on the box office alone and the way this, this worked out, and I know we both went and we watched it at different showings. Like, how was the, how big was the audience at your theater? And, you know, were they, were people like into it? You know, what, what was the reaction? Honestly, like at first I was like a little worried because the audience was a little small. I was like, damn. But then, you know, I started noticing more and more people trickling in and it was pretty much almost a packed place at four, you know, five o'clock on a Sunday and people were in it. I mean, we were, we, I, I mean, I'll just say this. Me and my brother were just sitting next to each other saying, this movie's so fucking good. <laughs> we just randomly said that throughout the movie. I was just sitting there going like, 
this movie's so damn good. And I it, it was and people were like really into it, man. They were really, really into it. And man, like I honestly, man, I was not a you know, one of the things I told people who haven't seen it, and other people who have seen it all agree with me. We were not expecting it to be that good. Like I was expecting like a good movie, but I wasn't expecting it to top the the first movie. I know there's some people saying the first movie was better in their opinion. Eh, whatever. Well, well, my, my know, to, to be fair, I you know Jennifer said the same thing, and I'm I'm like I'm fine with that because the first one is great. Like it it yeah, really f- is great. I personally like this one better, but if you still like the first one better, that do, that's no slight on on this one. This one's a pre- pretty damn. I mean, I see it. You know? Yeah, I it, it's not it's not like when I was saying like yeah whatever like I don't care about your opinion. It's more of like I'm more of like saying like I I love the movie. In my opinion, the action, the 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 uh, the characters, um, the story, just the motherfucking cliffhanger (laughs) (laughs) yeah and but incidentally i mean we're probably gonna do just just go i don't want to say all spoilers how about this well you know you were saying how you felt about it so we'll just we'll do that real quick just kind of give our our takes without spoilers and and i do want to give some like there's some there's some interesting tidbits about this movie that i've learned over the course of the last few days that just kind of add a lot more flavor to the, you know, I, I love this movie. It is my favorite movie of the year. Like straight up. I've yes. More than guardians. I love guardians. Yes. More than guardians. Like this is out of all the movies I've seen this year. You know, I, I love it. Um, but all, it's not just that knowing that like a thousand people worked on it and like they're on Twitter and, and everything kind of like showing behind the scenes stuff and talking about how long it took them and you know what their thinking was and then it's it, you kind of realize something and I, I don't know if if you know if this is something that kind of occurred to you while you're watching we're watching true art and i'm not talking about male you know, people want to get shit on comic book movies and stuff like that like it's not real art but there's real artistry in this movie it's it is animation wise technically speaking one of the maybe one of the best if not the best animated movie i've ever seen like like just straight up i mean and so i really you know watching you know people talk about it under appreciating the artistry that went into making this movie a reality and understanding and i don't know did you feel this way did you feel like there was five years of no time wasted making this thing happen. I felt like watching this movie, I felt like it, it didn't, it felt like every, every single moment that, you know, like you said, it didn't feel like five years of wasted making this movie. It felt like they put their love and care into this movie and it freaking paid off. Mm-hmm. I, w- I want to give you, a, um, I want to give you a couple things. Um, one, Guillermo, you know Guillermo del Toro. Now we we love we love that guy. He is a huge proponent of of treating animation as just film and not something special or weird or for kids or whatever. He made the animated Pinocchio that a lot of people loved. You know, last year that Netflix put out. 
uh, we know he's an an he, he likes animation. And just to see him, no one's paying him. Dude, he is sitting up. Have you seen him just like tweeting and, and just being like, this is amazing. And like, look at the artistry and look what happened. You know, animation is real and all that other stuff. And so many others. So there's a lot of other people that are doing the same thing that are, kind, you know, actors and directors and everything like that. I mean, not just Lord and Miller, you know, who were the writers of this, not just the directors of it, not just the people that worked on it, but just other other people. They're just like, this is amazing. And like it's it's a again on social media, huge outpouring of love. And it's like the, the number of times I saw something negative was like, I literally only seen like once someone saying something negative and it was stupid as hell. Uh, is, I mean, is that the experience you're, you're seeing while you, you know, you're online? I honestly, this is another one of those movies that's just universally loved. I haven't seen really anybody. The worst I've seen someone say the movie, the movie was good, not great. But they enjoyed their time. I haven't seen anybody say they didn't like the movie. Mm -hmm. Like everyone is saying this is like a celebration of Spider-Man. Like if you're like I've told everybody, if you're a fan of Spider-Man, this is your movie. Yeah. Like if you're an absolute like true fan of Spider-Man like I am, like this movie will blow your mind. Like it's jeez, eh, man. I it's uh, we, let's just let's just go into well, the review. I just I want to give you one more tidbit before we mm -hmm. get into the review review. And do you know a fourteen year old kid worked on part of this movie? It, like yeah, I, I heard about that. the The Lego sequence, which which was great, by the way. The Lego sequence was great. Like just the fact that they were like, yeah, there's a Lego universe. It's all good. Like and the whole the entire it was animated by a fourteen year old who literally as a like he if you go see on his his uh social media he says he spent six years he taught himself blender and everything for six years just so he could animate not this part something that he put on a uh, youtube that put him on the radar of the animation you know the director of the of the movie and they hired him and he literally that part is him which is fucking amazing like that's just the sort of thing I'm just like that's that I'm just like okay you don't have to I, I mean I already in love with this movie I don't need any but that's cool as hell and I love to see it like it's it's just that's come on what I'm just like what am I doing with my life at 14 I definitely <laughs> wasn't doing that <laughs> so anyway I just wanted to share that <clears throat> so yes let's get into the review proper um <clears throat> Lottie you, I know you had started sharing your thoughts, but, uh, you know, please continue. Yeah, like, this movie was an absolute celebration to Spider-Man. And just, I, I like how the movie started off where it's like, oh, we're not, okay, we're getting the backstory on one of our favorite characters of the, uh, of the last one. And I was like, okay, cool, so we're going to see this. And they just, they started adding more and more to the backstory of, of Gwen. And we got to see her side of the story, which, by the way, the, the, part of me wanted me to say some mean stuff 
about her father but of course you know later on we'll see, we, we we'll see all that get mended but like i it, it's cool how they they had they showed what's going on you know that uh some you know like uh a villain shows up that's not from there and it, it introduced us to this entire new thing of spider-man you know like there's this like whole thing of different spider-man trying to basically go around the thing and protect everyone basically sony's version of the tva sony is sneaky man i'm just gonna say <laughs> sony is one sneaky motherfucker man <laughs> hey hey i can't knock it sony i can't knock it because man they did their thing in this one and you can see it like their little own version and we're just they're adding on to the story of of what's going on in this movie and we finally get to see miles and we're seeing his side which you know it's not his you can see his his part is basically just as hard or equally is you know just as hard or equally as hard as gwen with dealing with his part and it's kind of like it's kind of good because me and my brother were talking about the um when we were watching it the uh the difference between the two families you know Gwen's father and Miles' dad, and I was like, "This is really interesting." It is kind of cool that Miles is kind of like bonding with his father as Spider-Man. <laughs> right? Yeah. Really, really was enjoying that one. Um, also liked how uh, they got her, his mom, more involved because I felt like we really didn't see anything of the mom in the last movie, so I'm I'm happy for that. Um, I mean, I'm trying yeah. to remember what else. Oh, well, I mean, there's a ton. It's a two hour and twenty minute yeah. movie. Yeah, that you don't really feel like. I literally when, when I realized toward the, I was like, oh shit, they're getting. I was like, oh shit, they're about to end on a cliffhanger because like, yeah, this, yeah, this shit is not resolved, and I know it's been two hours. It's been over two hours, uh, and yep. that was fine. It, I felt fine like that. I, well, can't. I have to say, just without spoiling, really spoiling anything. First of all, love the movie. Uh, it is easily one of the best comic book movies ever made. Like straight up, live action or not, one of the best that's ever been made. Better than the first uh, Into the Spider Verse, in my opinion. Which again, not a slight on Into the Spider Verse. I still love it, but this is just like that, but more. And <clears throat> look. There's a there's a lot of comic book shit that happens in this movie. Like straight up <clears throat> stuff that I didn't ever think I'd see occur on on a, you know, on a film. Yeah. Uh but what the beauty of it is the writing is so fucking good in this movie that you are not lost. It makes sense. Not like there'll be things that happen. There's a ton of cameos in here from you know, spider people that really do exist and then spider people that were made up for this movie, right? They're yeah. deep cuts. There's Easter eggs. And the shit all makes sense. It makes sense within the context of the story. There's, there is, there's, first of all, there's no wasted space. There's no wasted breath. They don't just throw things in just to throw things in. They make, they have something to do with the story, right? And so it does never feel like a spectacle it's a spectacle that doesn't feel like just spectacle right and underneath all of that they they have 
right again the writing's so good they throw characters at you some of which you've seen before but many of which you have not and in the space of a few minutes whenever you meet a new character you learn enough about them to know who they are and understand why they do the things that they do right this is this is mm-hmm. a this is a movie that has a sprawling cast a lot of characters that are in and out of the, of the scenes right and it takes you no, like for instance there's a Spider-Man India he's he's a great example you meet him you get he gets his name he does the little oh hey I'm Spider-Man of a, you know, like you think oh that's the introduction but no in the course of swinging across that city in the course of a, a couple minutes you know who he is and what he's up to and what he's about and and when he he acts and reacts it all makes sense right <clears throat> They introduce so many, so many cool and new dynamic characters like Spider Punk, like Miguel O'Hara, right? Like uh, Jessica Drew, and then some other other little peripheral characters. They present drama, uh, and it makes sense. Like all of the the wacky comic book shit that happens has to happen. You understand why it has to happen. It doesn't feel cheap or tacked on, or unearned or anything like that. When things are going down that you know they are a logical progression right <clears throat> and beyond that as i was telling jennifer we were talking about it af- afterwards i was like take the superhero shit out which is a lot of the movie by the way a lot of the movie is very much superhero stuff but take a lot of that stuff out and it's still a story about two teenagers who are struggling to sort of <clears throat> not just find their way in the world but who are sort of tr- contemplating about the fact that they're keeping a monumental secret from the people that love them and how are they dealing with that inauthentic nature of their relationship at the same time while the parents are sort of trying to do the best that they can for their kids that they feel like they are losing that's like that's a big part of that plus the the whole concept someone kept saying the the trolley problem you know who do you sacrifice one person to save you know, a million or whatever, you know, can Spider-Man do that? Can a hero do that sort of make that sort of calculation? And if they are, are they a good guy that like, that's a, that's a, a story that doesn't need superheroics to tell and would still be interesting. But that's, there's, there's an actual, there are actual human stories underneath the web slinging and oh that's cool that spider-man is weird looking or there's a cat that's a spider-man or something like that all that stuff's fun but it serves the story of these these human interactions these human dilemmas that are going on in these people's lives and not only that miles is the best like i love him so much now i love gwen so much now like all of these characters you know them you love them you want what's best. You are cringing because you know some bad shit's going down. And like these twists and turns that keep you kind of on the edge of your seat. <clears throat> and I'm just like, I mean, I could keep going. The point is, the writing is excellent. Characters are excellent. The animation is ridiculous. It, it is ridiculous. They, they should not be able to do the things they did in this movie. They should not be able to make things look so good when there are clearly so many different styles, right? And here's the crazy part. It only cost them $100 million to make yeah, that movie. And, and I'm just like, man, they worked. These these animators got worked to death. 
and I and I hate to say it, but uh, I mean they did. There is so much thought put into, and, th- and what I say about artistry, there is you can tell there's a lot of thought put into the 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 character design, the the you know the you know the set design, the the scenes and the scenery and everything like that. How the the motion capture, how they move, how you know how characters express themselves by the by the way they move all the expressiveness in the face there's so much great acting going on and i I, i'm saying that the animators have done so much great acting facially right and then on top of that they got the nerve to have top-notch voice acting how dare these people not only be excellent with the animation and the set design and all all of the concepts and and the the creativeness and the storytelling then they have the nerve to have some actors that are at the top of their game that are selling everything that's happening in this. I'm, I mean, what else do you want? This movie is damn near perfect. Damn near perfect. And yeah, it's it ridiculous. I mean, I, I could keep going on. I, we have got to get into spoilers, but there's no, if you, I'm not even saying if you love Spider-Man, if you like a damn good movie, that's going to keep you locked in, riveted, you know, on the edge of your seat, just like wondering what the hell is going on, especially when you get to the end of this movie. This movie's going to throw you for a swerve so hard, you don't you don't even know going to know what's going on. You know? It it there's just so much to this that just if you just love good storytelling, that's what this movie is all about. You know, and and just go see it. This, that's it. Go see it. And if you have seen it, I mean, go see it again. Because so, <laughs> I'm damn sure going to go see it again. Um, I don't know. Lottie, you got any more thoughts before we get into spoilers proper? I'll just say this. The simple fact that all Spider-Man that we've ever, ever seen. Ever. And, and I mean ever is canon just blows my fucking mind yeah. <laughs> oh my god boy we got a lot there's oh there's so much to say there um <laughs> so yeah we're gonna get into spoilers now so if you haven't seen this movie just uh, go watch and come back okay so we we got to talk about this stuff lottie first first of all the best multiverse movie done ever straight up this this yeah it's yeah this this puts and i I hate to say it because i love loki and i you know i really liked uh you know uh multiverse of madness this is the best multiverse movie that involves marvel characters bar none there is there's no way this not even a question this is better than in fact some people are saying this is the best spider-man movie and i'm not even gonna fight people on that yes i'm not even gonna fight them on that that's I, i i can't I like I I really like No Way Home I, a lot, right? Yeah. And I'm just like, no, nah, this is better. It's just better all the way around. Uh, let's. I got a bunch of notes. Um, so you were talking about how all the all the Spider Man are canon. I wanted to note that in in the space of a couple minutes, yeah, uh, and you know, at the Spider Society. They drew a line between every Marvel multiverse ever at all. Every single Marvel multiverse that exists is somehow connected 
because of because of this movie. And they do it in such a fun fun way. Uh, by one by Miguel O'Hara referencing <laughs> Tom Holland, right? Doctor Strange and that nerd in one nineteen ninety nine nine nine, right? But yeah. then these, I mean, like there's there's so much galaxy brain shit going on in this movie. Then they pull out when they're showing like you know the consequences of the the you know the web of destiny and all that other shit. They show Toby and Andrew live action. By the way, by the way, someone better pick up that phone because <laughs> I fucking called it. I listen when I saw that, my brother looked at me immediately because I told him too. I said, "There's no way they're not gonna pick at least a cameo." Yeah. I fuck. There's no way. They, they kind of they they were kind of cheap about it because they did stock footage but i'm fine with that because again they're drawing a line because like look at look at the line they draw and also there's a there's a double line drawn here because it's not just referencing tom holland even though they didn't show him right it's not just that they had andrew and toby in there it's not just that they we saw the spider that so the the uh the sony spider-verse movies are clearly canon to across the Spider-Verse because they are showing directly references to those characters. Mm-hmm. But, but they also in, and I, I, I didn't know this was going to happen. I was so fucking happy with Donald Glover as the Prowler, Donald Glover as the Prowler being in there in <laughs> live action. He's the only live. There's only two live action pe- uh, people in this whole movie that are actually there just for the movie. Right. Yeah, and she he's one of them, and he's dressed up as the Prowler, but he also was that same character in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Remember, said yeah. that's the he's the same guy, but a little further down the uh, the line uh, from from uh, Homecoming, right? So they've drawn the line back to uh, to the MCU, right? Which means that. Not only is the Spider Verse connected to the MCU, but remember, remember, because of Deadpool, the MCU is going to be connected to the Fox multiverse too, right? Because some people think that the, the the Fox universe is a multiverse, and in some ways, thanks to Days of Future Past, it is, right? So you have a line to, connecting all of the Marvel universes, multiverses, into one universe if you want them to be. So, like I said, just just brilliant. And also, the Venom verse is connected to the Spider verse. So we saw that too, right? Mrs. Chen, yep. very very briefly for just a little fun throwaway <laughs> thing where the spot was talking to Mrs. Chen. So they're like, look, this multiverse so, stuff. If they're go- they're going all in, they're putting it all so, in there. Like Sony, like I was just talking about this with my with, with one of my. Friends. Sony is like planning something big, and it's not just like because some because some part is like oh like my brother when we got out the movie he's like oh yeah they're planning their own like uh uh you know cinematic universe I said Femi that's too you're thinking too small because PS4 Spider Man was ended yes they're not not, not, not only that not only that Genki was playing PS the, he was playing Spider Man on on yes. the PS5. 
Dude. And they had the car. I was like, they're not making a, a cinematic universe. They're just making a universe that all things that we've ever seen Spider-Man in and will ever see him in is going to be like this massive universe. Right. That, like, I told him, you're thinking way too small. It's not just a cinematic universe. It's going to be a game verse. It's going to yep. be an animated verse. It's going to be a live action verse. It's going to be this. Sony just pretty much said, hey, if Spider-Man was in it, canon. Yeah. I like, they even had, I feel like I, they had the PS2, would they have the PS2 Spider-Man on there? Yes, they had, they had the, so they had the PS2 Spider-Man, they had PS4 Spider-Man, I mean like, they did a lot, that's what I'm saying. They Not, had the classic, the original. They, they had the, yeah, <laughs> they had, didn't they have Spectacular Spider-Man, Spider-Man yes. there? They had, but they had the the one from all the way from the 1960s, the one yeah. that was like, remember the one that was yeah, swinging he was to um, he could he could yes. catch. <laughs> the point, that's the pointing the pointing Spider Man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's I mean they went nuts, they went crazy with the extra Spider Man, but like the you know all of the multiverse stuff. I mean it, it's it's cool, it's possible. You know, there's so many possibilities in here, and I just that's like that's the creativity of this movie. And look, they could have just done reference, 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 but they made it all make sense. Uh, and not only that, like, I, I mean, Spider-Man India, his whole deal, that entire, you know, scene and sequence was fucking amazing. One, but Spider-Man India, like, I want I want to see more of his story. Like, if that's if this movie did this movie did lots of things right but one of the things that they're right is it's like oh here, here's this spider-man here's this spider-man here's this spider-man oh aren't they interesting all right oh, we're taking them off the table you're like and you're like wait a minute hold on a second hold on why y'all taking why y'all taking them away i want to know more about this person let me like give me a second let me let's get to know this guy a little more like i want to see this dude kicking ass as spider-man in in mumbata or Moonbatten, whatever they call it, right? Mm -hmm. Or yeah. I, all right, wait, hold on, hold, hold on a second, yo. There's a Spider-Man with a horse. Can I see more of that? Like, am I wrong about that? They kept doing that. I was like, wait a minute, I want to see more of this character. Why y'all, why y'all getting them off the screen so damn fast? You know, it's they had a lot of nope moments. Like, nope. <laughs> yeah, <it was> like, <laughs> hey, I like that. Nope. <laughs> I like that's a, what a what a an accomplishment to just and I'm I'm look I know those are one off characters and stuff but I'm talking about even the ones that had actual dialogue you know that were actually part like Spider Bite I'm like hold on can I see her world and see where she like what she be doing as as digital Spider Woman right oh wait a minute Jessica Drew where are you I want to see her world what's she up to right they kept doing that and I was like. If y'all pick any one person out of this cast and give them a movie, and I'm there, I'm there day one, with, you know, with my popcorn and my drink, and I'm ready to go. Like, am I wrong about that? No, that's it's that's it's crazy. Like they did that. Yeah, we can we can go on and on. Uh, <laughs> um, who's your favorite character in this? Ooh. That's a tough one, man. I I had a it's, I, yeah. 
I had a feeling. It's between it's between Miguel O'Hara and Miles. I just have to say, um, I really, even though Miguel O'Hara was an asshole, I mean, you could feel his character. His, his, like his entire his entire uh, character was, "Am I the asshole?" <laughs> that's his yes. whole thing. <laughs> Uh, that's, hey, that's fair. That's the, you know, the beauty is I bet a bunch of people say, are saying different characters. I, I, I was talking with my daughter for I, this, this movie also wins because I literally just spent an hour and a half nerding out about this movie with my daughter. Do you know, do you know how good that feels to me, to make me feel like I've done something good as a father that my daughter was like, she, her, her mom was like, have you seen Spider-Verse yet? And I was like, no, uh, but I will tomorrow. And she was like, your daughter says, uh, uh, hurry up because she has, uh, she's like, bring your notes with it. And I was like, oh shit, we're about to nerd out. And we did for an hour and a half, just talked about the movie. And she told me, you know, her favorite character. And I, I agreed. Is Spider-Punk. Spider-Punk was fucking awesome. Uh, I need I need like a whole movie for that that dude. An- Anarchy uh Anarchy Spider-Man, sure. Cool. I he and he did and the thing is he wasn't just a cool dude doing cool dude things. He also did pivotal things that actually fucking mattered in the in the the movie, you know? I I mean, come on. And hell, Peter B Parker. I mean, uh God, I mean, he's great. Like I can't spend. We can't spend a ton of time talking about every every single character, but I mean, he had a whole, he had a whole story, and I, I mean, come on. And and as for Miguel, like that guy, well, he's fucking intense. It's he's the only non-funny Spider-Man character in the whole movie, and he's intense as shit. Yeah. So just well, he had he had some like parts that played up with other characters, like. He's like, I had enough of you. Like he was talking to uh, <laughs> yeah. Peter, you know, daddy, daddy spider, yeah. you know, <laughs> in in the bathrobe. So good. Um, but even still, you, this is the thing. He wasn't the villain, though. It seemed like he was the villain, not the villain. <clears throat> Spots the villain. And we can talk about him, too. Wow. Uh, you know how he went from zero to, to hero, if you will. But he was the antagonist because you, even though, like I said, am I the asshole? But like, if you think about it, you're like, but is he wrong though? Is he wrong? Like, what's? I he- mean, it is kind of <laughs> fucked up that Miles did it. Because hey, I did like that joke. He's like, God dang, man, you don't even remember that you did this to him. You don't even remember. Like <laughs> this, like it's true. Like remember how everybody was saying that? This like. I ain't gonna lie, that's kind of fucked up. Like they're yeah. all saying that. Like <laughs> Miles, you destroyed this man. Like you could at least remember who the fuck he was, yeah. you know. And like I saw a video synopsis saying that Miles Miles destroyed the entire universe by stealing a bagel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he hit me with a bagel. Because <laughs> they showed it. Because I I went back and like watched that scene. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, they, it was. I mean, and even his backstory, like, here's the thing. Most of the time, I hate exposition in a a movie or a TV show where they're just like, here, let me info dump you, right? 
But yeah. it doesn't bother me in this movie or even the first movie because of the way that they stylize it and it's it's fun and interesting and the way they, they sort of animate the scenes as they are talking so that it, it doesn't feel like a chore to get exposition. They're just like, oh, let me catch you up because like we actually need to get on with the story. This you need know this little bit so we can get on with it. And it's and it's fun and this, you know, Spot's whole little thing makes sense. Like it all makes sense. It you know, he was just caught up in, you know, working for Al- Alchemax and you know, the uh you know, uh Wilson Fisk and all of that stuff. It just he got kind of kind of got caught up in it. And Miles being dismissive of him, he was like, "Oh, oh, okay." I'm clearly going to have to take 20 levels in badass and he proceeds to do so and becomes, you know, an existential threat to reality itself. And, uh, I mean, like, cool. Like, and you know, we got to see him fight and he's inept at first. And then by the time later on, when they're trying to stop him, he's just basically like, you know, bodying everybody, just bodying them. I loved it. Yeah. Um, but you know, a lot of this movie, like some people been like, "Oh, this is this movie is about Gwen Stacy," and I'm like, "It's it's it's not her movie. It's clearly Miles' movie, and most of the things that are happening are because of him." But I will say, I had a I really loved Gwen in this, like I, like a lot. Um, they open up with her story, and like the. I, you know, look, I'm a, I'm a big old softy. You know, ha- having a kid has made 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 me more likely to cry at shit related to family stuff, and I can't help it. I like they got me several times in this movie. You know, uh, related to uh, you know family interactions, and you know Gwen's whole thing with her dad. You know, when he's just like, no, I'm gonna be a cop, and I, he just, she's like, I need you to be a, a dad, not a cop, right now, and he's like. You know, I'm Spider Woman, and, and just having that whole interaction that pushed her away. Um, yeah, I was like, for a while, I was like, "Come on, man, don't be that dude." Well, <laughs> well, let me say, there there's some real thought that went into that. Uh, I know we're in a politically charged, you know, era and everything like that, but you know, themes are themes, and like, you know, in a way, they sort of coded. Miles and Gwen, you know, having secret identities that they kept from their parents as kind of, you know, coming out stories, really. Like, you know, if you're a gay teen or whatever, and you're just like, I don't know if I can tell my parents because if I tell them, it could, they could literally kick me out of the house, which is what happened with Gwen. Like, she literally just ran away from home, essentially, because her dad wouldn't accept that she was this other person, this person, that he's kind of in his mind has got this horrible idea about her that is not based in reality and so you know and miles is kind of the same way he doesn't know he's got this secret about who he is that he wants to tell them but he's afraid to tell them and kind of the parallel between the two stories and not just the parallel but the fact that gwen had a a terrible coming out really kind of shades the way that Miles re-interacts with his parents related to it too. You know, it's, I mean, that look, it's, it's an allegory. Um, but I, the, the part, you know, I, that whole little thing where later on 
she kind of reconciles with her dad and, and like he's he's like you know uh are you too old to get a hug like, this is early on and the way she immediately runs at him you know i i was i was like that's that's the shit i want right there i want stuff that means something to me emotionally and mm-hmm. and then later on when miles is talking to his mom remember we let me tell you this you know a movie's kicking ass it, you know a movie is doing its thing if you've seen the shit in the trailer and they play the exact same thing in the movie and it still hits because yeah. in fact hits more that scene where the mom's sitting there talking about, you know, I want to just make sure that, you know, you don't ever feel like, you know, you're not wanted or welcome or whatever. That whole scene, I, I just teared up. Like I just, I had to, because once I understood the context of where that scene came from, it just hit me hard. And it, this movie did that several times for me. Um, anyway, I'm dominating conversation. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 man. I, like, I'm enjoying it. I, like I said, I enjoyed talking about this movie. Like, like, unfortunately, really, it was just me, my brother, and two of my other friends are the only people that have watched the movie. And it's just like, that's a travesty. I'm just like, I'm like, guys, God, get your, get y'all act together. Like, yeah. I, I had to tell one of my coworkers, uh, her, 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 uh, her, she and her husband work up uh you know where i work and they were like uh he was like uh, i want to watch the the first one but my like she just doesn't like anime stuff and i'm like well and so i i pulled her aside specifically i was like i was like i heard that you don't like animated movies one stop that two go watch into the spider-verse and three go and take the whole family and go watch uh go watch this movie because it's it's 100 percent worth it it's, it's like I was like, it's. I like. I told her, I was like, I like it better than Guardians Three, and I know that she and her family liked Guardians Three a lot. So, like, I'm put. I gotta push people. Like, forget that whole animation is for kids stuff. No, go watch this shit. Like, you 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 ain't ready for how you know for how deep it is. Um, I I just wish that whole like, like I remember like listening. Someone on YouTube was talking about it. This whole like. I I really can't wait until that stigma. We're finally past that stigma of mm-hmm. like, oh, it's animated. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. I cannot wait until that stigma finally like truly dies off. Because in my opinion, it's 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 kind of stupid. You know what I mean? Because it, it it it's like how can you like comic books, but don't like animated? Like yeah. it's it's like I've like like someone literally was like giving me mental gymnastics <laughs> over this stuff. Like and I'm just looking at them like, bro, you're just sounding stupid. Cause he's just like, oh well, you well because I was like, what is a comic book? It is a drawing, which is what? Animated. And he's just like, well, he, he, well, <laughs> see, that was the well, you know, back then they weren't really good at like drawing like real stuff they didn't have the time to do it and i'm just like bro you just sound stupid it's just it's literally makes no sense for you to for you to say i can understand why you may not watch every animated movie i'm not saying you should watch every animated justice league uh marvel movie or anything that ever comes out but a movie like this like that's like big time high quality that's getting blocked buster movie budget 
Take your ass and watch it, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, people are just, especially Americans are just weird about that. But I think we're getting closer and closer. We've gotten to the point where comic book movies have, are, they're not completely over the stigma, but they've, they've more or less pushed past it with most people. So now the animated thing has, has got to be overcome. And this is going to be a, a, a real step forward because I think anyone that wa- likes a good story, you're going to get something great out of this. And more to the point, you don't even have to have seen the first one and you'll still understand what the hell's going on in this. Um, mm-hmm. We haven't really talked, you know, you know, we haven't talked in depth about what Miles is going through in this. That I mean, because again, we we could be at this for we could be at this for a long time, but Miles growing up, for you know, they literally. I mean, the anim- animation is is just on point on this. But he's not only grown up, you know, he's gotten taller. And, you know, he's fifteen. He's grown into the role of Spider Man. And more confident, more, you know, more capable. In fact, I'll say more capable than pretty much every other Spider-Man in this whole movie. Pretty oh, much. Oh, yeah. He's definitely, he, he definitely, he kind of, he kind of was like giving people like, hey, we're supposed to be the good guy. Like, I was like Rick, legit saying that like, Miles is making, he's making the other Spider-Man look bad because because here's the thing that i was saying to myself they're lucky that tobin mcguire and andrew garfield spider-man were, were not in this because they would have give them a fucking like tongue lash like there's like there's three there's three spider-man that if they were in this movie i know for a fact they will be like immediately on my side that's tobin mcguire spider-man andrew garfield spider-man and the 90s animated series I, I think tom hollands would have because tom holland literally was like no oh yeah tom hollands yeah, yeah tom hollands too yeah uh, uh, yeah tom holland like those four spider-man would have been like no yeah no this is wrong like immediately because like i said they, they those four those uh four spider-man immediately knew that we have to try our best even if it sounds like it's not going to happen because you got to think they already like something like that happened and they prevented they prevented it from happening like you know mm-hmm. like what they call a canon event they prevented the canon event you know what i mean yeah well and i think you know this whole thing about these things have to happen um you know they're 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 important and you know you got to have this loss and you know you're gonna have to do you know do that and miles just like no that's not it's not being the good guy that's you know you don't give up the fight like that um but it's you know it's kind of speaks to you know maybe the nihilism of of someone who sort of already saw the saw world die but everyone else sort of buying into it and not only that that you know Miles being, as they call him, the original anomaly. I mean, I thought the, the whole thing about the anomaly that was an extremely interesting. Like, you know, you weren't supposed to be Spider-Man, but you are now. And then this other world doesn't have a Spider-Man because you're a Spider-Man. And you know, what does that mean to like, you know, what does that mean to the the stability of the multiverse and everything like that? And then at the end of the day, Miles still really being like. Try, you know, basically giving the good argument about no, you guys, you guys think this is the trolley problem, but really this is a, it's a, a, a 
question of your your integrity and your character like what do you you know do you just because people say you can't you know try to save everyone doesn't mean you stop trying to do it and i think a lot of those spider-men lost that understanding because miguel was very persuasive about what's going on and and it leads mm-hmm. to it leads to some of them questioning the you know how right miguel's whole quest is even though i think that i could be persuaded to believe that he's right like yeah it's not like he's a hundred percent wrong it's pretty clear some shit's going on because of things that miles has done or his existence or just you know the spot and everything like that he's not wrong but maybe he's going about it wrong and it makes some people question and i love that there are some of those spiders that are actually going to go ahead and do that. Um, some obvious and some not so obvious. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about uh, Earth 42 real quick <laughs> before we before we go down another rabbit hole. Um, when did you, like, you know, he, he affects this awesome escape. Like, that chase sequence is one of the best damn chase sequences possible, right? It's, yeah. it, you know, it's literally almost going to the moon. And you're you're thinking like, holy shit, how is Miles going to get out of this? Like he's getting chased by like 100, you know, 200 spider-related people. And he's just going all over this future Earth and everything like that. And he's got like the big badass Miguel O'Hara who is not playing with him, right? And then you realize, wait a minute. Miles have been playing y'all this whole fucking time. That's why I said to me... I think he proved in that during that chase scene, if he's not the best Spider-Man out of them, he's damn near. Like, yeah. Like he remember he 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 uh, he was uh, he had a, a brief interaction with Jessica Drew in the in the freeway, and like completely took her out. And I'm like, yeah. oh, hold on now. And it, that was the point I realized, like, like hold on now. You know, hold on. Uh, Miles came up. Miles really came up because. You would think like she's more experienced. No, he took he he took her out, and he and he's running away from all these Spider Man, including Metro Boomin. By the way, did I did you see that? Did you hear that one? <laughs> uh, <laughs> including Metro Boomin, but Scarlet Spider, all of them, takes them on this long ass, you know, complicated ass uh, chase, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, at the end of it, you realize, oh wait a minute, he set this whole shit up so he could actually actually escape and i'm like come on y'all like that it was so fucking cool uh um oh and as an aside uh peter b parker and mayday mayday is the best (laughs) come on like baby little baby uh parker web slinging and crawling up how can you not love that um but anyway so it gets away and then you know, uh, thanks to Spider Bite sort of not narking on him, gets away to another, you know, to a universe where he, that he thinks is his own, but it's not. At what point did you realize that he was in the wrong universe? When his mom didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. No. Like, when she started saying, like, what? What are you talking about? I was just like, uh... Because I was like, she she can't be stupid. I was like, oh, Dan, Dan, when, uh, what's her name was just looking like, um, 
uh uh what's her name uh gwen it's just like oh shit he's in the wrong universe i was like oh boy. Now, now i will say <laughs> i i picked up on it i want to say i think i picked up on it before he started being like i'm spider-man like there i i forget what exact i think i leaned over and i was like i i, I forget what it was that made me think that too but I was just like, oh, I think it was because his mom came in, and I like his. I I think I noticed his room looked weird, like that. That was the thing that got me, because his room looked weird. It what it wasn't like sort of messy and all the other stuff. Like he left it, right? And that's mm-hmm. what I was like. I was like, I bet he's in the wrong universe. Like I and I just kind of leaned over. I was like, I think I was like he's in the wrong universe. And then she was like, who's Spider-Man? I was like, oh, yeah, he's definitely in the wrong. He's not in the right universe. Dude, that that whole little twist at the end was what a mass. What a first of all, well-concealed trickery. And also a big ass swerve like that. Yeah, that swerve was so huge. And alternate universe miles is looks mean as fuck. Like, (laughs) He's the prowler, and Uncle Aaron's just like, I'm your Alfred dog. And I'm like, oh, co- shit. as soon as I saw Uncle Aaron, I was like, oh, shit, it's going down in this bitch. And immediately, yeah. I knew, like, you know, immediately, everybody, like, my brother was like, Nani. I was like, yeah, it's kind of obvious that Miles is the prowler in this universe. I was like, it's kind of obvious. <laughs> well, some people are saying, like, it was be- when he put on Miles' clothes. That he had prowler cover colors and everything, but like the 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 total difference between the two of them, like it's like as I don't want to say it's night and day, but it's so different. Even the way he carries himself and looks at him, and also Earth Forty Two looks like crap, <laughs> like New York Earth Forty Two. I'm like, I'm like, God dang, how many buildings are on fire? What are y'all What are y'all doing? And they got like the Sinister Sixes rolling around, like. Oh man, that and just that whole little cliffhanger of like, all right, how is he gonna get out of this? But he, even then, Miles, he's so confident. He's he just ran away from a shit ton of spider people. You think the prowler, even the prowler that looks like him, is gonna be good enough for him? I think not. But also, the cool thing was Gwen getting getting the band back together, and I I was so fucking happy being like i was like oh she's bringing the team together and i was like oh it's cool spider punk and spider bite you know and and of course peter b parker but then spider-man noir and spider ham and, and uh what's her God, i can't I always forget her name uh uh penny parker rolled out i was and i was like oh shit squad up yo it's, it's going down y'all ain't ready the the spider people they ain't ready miguel ain't ready for no. that, that spider team it's good dude and then they ended. I was like, "How dare you? How dare you?" I, I, come on now. I wanted the next scene immediately. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing about that movie. I'm like, oh, it, it, it then the sinking feeling of, we have to wait for, <laughs> we have to wait like three years. I'm just no, like, no, two or three Here, years. Here's the beauty of it. It's coming out next year. Even still, it's, it's like it, it, it's. I think it's it's slated for March. They might move it back depending on what's going on, but we're getting it in a year. And I'm like, 
okay, cool. Y'all ain't making me wait for a few years, but it's going down. Like, it, it's just, how did they do this? I'm, I'm, I am floored. How did they do this? Because this is legit. Like this, let me think. Yeah, I liked it more than Wakanda Forever. I, I liked it. I liked it more than Endgame. Like, I mean, like. This could be. Listen, I mean, is it? Can we? Can we start talking about this as in greatest comic book movies of all time? Can we do you know top five? Are we talking top five now? Oh yeah. Are we? Yeah, yeah. Are we talking? This top, isn't are that, we talking top three? Top three. This is not an over exaggeration. This movie was. I really, really enjoyed this movie. Top three. Okay. My number one is original Avengers. Okay. Hit. Yeah. It, I mean, it could yeah. could be, could be top yeah three. no because yeah because now I'm like thinking about it yeah I'm because because I'm like original Avengers then I was thinking of the other movies. What I I think I, like it's like I don't I don't see a movie. That came out like in the last few, like even even Infinity War, Endgame. That I was like, I'm like, dislike. What the fuck? Like I can't wait to see it. Like like you said, I really wish Part Two was already out. Yeah. <clears throat> so it, I mean, they look. We could go on and on. Like there, I'm, and maybe one day we should. I think. I, I'm I am so into this movie that when it comes out on 4K, I'm gonna get it, and I just want to sit and do like a com just you and I just watching this movie again and doing a commentary because like we could literally sit here and talk for hours about about this movie and what they were doing, <laughs> what they just individual scenes and everything like that. Um, so I but I mean, gosh, yes, it's just it's just that damn good. Uh, worth seeing over and over again. Worth owning. Uh, kudos uh, to everyone involved in, the, in this. Uh, it was clearly a labor of love. Uh, it's worth every dollar and every hour, every minute, you know, spent making this thing uh, a reality. And if this isn't up for like all the Oscars, there's no fucking justice in the world. And and you know it's and you know they're gonna screw them right. You know that you know the uh, the Oscar voters are gonna screw them, right? Oh yeah, yeah. They they they're absolutely they they better at least nominate it from one of the ten movies for best picture, but they're gonna screw them. They're not gonna take it seriously, which is some bullshit. Because again, this is out of all the movies I've seen this year, and I've seen quite a few. This is the my favorite one, like with, with without that, it's my favorite movie of the year so far. So. Uh, anyway, Lottie, uh, I think that's all of our thoughts for, for now, at least, uh, we're going to continue to follow this in the, in the coming weeks. But, uh, what did you guys think about this movie? Uh, this great movie. what did you think about, uh, what we had to say about it? Just get down to the comment section, leave your thoughts there. And of course you can always hit us up super not funny show at gmail.com or at super not funny S one on Twitter. And while you're down there, do us a favor, like this video. Uh, hit the subscribe button and uh, hit the notification bell. All that good stuff. Uh, it helps with the algorithm so that more people see this channel, see these videos, 
uh, really helps us, uh, you know, to grow the channel. Uh, we're at, not at 200, but we're getting closer. We're, we're, we're trickling upward. So like to see that explode. So do, you know, do us a solid, uh, hook us up, show us some love. Um, and of course I could, I, there's no way. I mean, I guess I could have talked about this movie by myself, but it wouldn't have been nearly as fun, uh, or interesting without Lottie's, uh, insight. So Lottie, uh, can you tell them where they can reach you on social media? Oh yeah, you can always find me on my Instagram, which is uh on Again, it's A N U K I N I H U N. Again, it's A N U K I N I H U N. And of course, my YouTube channel, Kinihoon Twenty Five. If you have time, leave a like, a follow, a subscription, or whatever you do. Even if it's a mean comment, haters are welcome as well. <laughs> uh, you know, you're doing something right if you got haters. So yeah, bring them on. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, you know, thanks everyone for joining us. This has been the 103rd episode of the Supercast. Uh, enjoyed having you here, having all these conversations. Hope you'll come back next week. Uh, we're going to uh, talk about, I guess, the fallout of uh, Spider-Verse and, all, you know, all the other news that's coming out. So until then, I have been Mo, uh, your commenter extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, and lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. And we'll see you guys on the other side of the thread. Peace. Peace.